podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Welcome to the Roden Podcast. Stay tuned to hear all things LFC. Hi everyone and welcome to Season 3 of the Roden Podcast. Today I'm joined by Andy Cantwell. Andy is a lip sync specialist, which you'll find right across the social media platforms, and he's well known for his Martin Tyler lip sync. Thanks for joining today, Andy. How are we doing, mate? Very well. Very well. How are you? Yeah, good. Good. Thanks for coming on. Uh, not, no problem. No problem. So let's get straight into things. I have no idea how you do it, first of all, but <laughs> it's brilliant. Um, how on earth did you find that you could do lip syncing so well? Do you know what? Like... I didn't know, to be honest, that I could. It was, uh, it was last year. It was. Do you remember Liverpool were playing Southampton and, and we needed to win? And mm. uh, it was just Minamino scored to make it to make it one one. And it was just something just clicked there where it was just like, like Martin Tyler was just kind of like, oh, it's one one, and it just it sounded so down. And I was thinking like, hmm, that's kind of uh, odd. And like I, I honestly didn't know that there was this whole sort of thing already about Martin Tyler and Liverpool. I'd kind of stay stayed away from a lot of that sort of stuff, so I, I didn't actually realise what I'd kind of stumble onto. But uh, and then I just like I was literally in work, just dossing. Like I should have actually been working, but I was. <laughs> uh, I I just made a little video, and I only put it on um, TikTok because no one knew me on TikTok. I had like eight eight or nine followers, and. Uh, and I was too self-conscious, to be honest, to actually have anyone that I know see it. So I was yeah. like, oh, I'll just throw it on TikTok. No one I know is on TikTok. And then it just kind of, I checked back like an hour later. It's like, oh, it's got a, a few likes. And then it just kept going. And then it got to, I don't know, like a million odd views in like a day or two. And I was just like, what? Um, and then it just kind of, I was like, oh, maybe like it was, it was, it was kind of weird because like that one was just like a happy accident. And then. But when I went to do the second one, um, which was just like some Liverpool Spurs highlights and stuff like that, um, that was one that I was actually a bit sort of, uh, I, I was I was waiting for people to be like, nah, nah, mate, nah, nah, you've lost it. Like within, within <laughs> the video, I was waiting for people to be like, nah, stop, stop, stop. Uh, but people just keep keep uh, keep enjoying them and, and I enjoy making them. But in, in terms of actually the act of doing it, this is this is how sad I am, right? So I'd be driving to work, and I might have a lot of like Twitter's great for uh, for clips and stuff like that, and maybe for like the last ten minutes of my journey, I'll just have it. So it's like hooked up to my Bluetooth in my car. I'll just have my phone on the passenger seat or whatever. So the audio is just playing for about five or ten minutes, and I'll just see if I can make something kind of funny out of it. But it's kind of like like I'd spend all that time just trying to get the mouth stuff like the, the actual lip sync in part right and then when i go and record it i'm always surprised to forget like oh i have to actually act as well um, yeah. and do all that so like it just like i never really know when i when i go into them what it's going to be i'll usually just give it a few goes and i'll look back and say oh yeah that one's probably the best of the bunch or you know something like that but it's like a lot of them are really sort of like happy happy accidents where i'll like i'll pick that one but i'm like ah i don't know if that's is that any good? And then I put out and it absolutely flies. People love it. So I'm like, oh, great. Um, so yeah, it's 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 all a bit surreal to be honest, like, because it's just the 
people just seem to really enjoy them, which is great. Like, but uh, it's it's a real weird accident how I kind of stumbled into it, you know. So you, you say that you weren't really on the Martin Tyler situation with Liverpool. Um, I don't know how you weren't. He's an absolute. <laughs> no, listen, every like... time we watch him and we bag like worldies <laughs> from like 30 yards, and it's just like, oh, and Trent yeah. Alexander scores, and you're thinking, oh, no. you have not laughed. <laughs> I'd kind of it was I, I had noticed it myself and that was the one that kind of made me do the bid but I didn't know that there was a whole sort of thing online with a bunch of other people who also thought the same way because I tend to not really be online too much so mm. I just wasn't aware <laughs> that this that this was going on but uh, but boy do I see it now well so I was going to ask you obviously yeah. why you started it but Martin Tyler seems to be that 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 one for you then. So what mm. are the ones are you doing on TikTok? I would do, um, I've, I've done a few like Peter Drury, which is kind of the opposite end, which is just definitely so over the top uh, sort of stuff, which is, which is great as well. I love, I love Drury. Um, and a few like Jonathan Pierce or Sam Matterface. I kind of, I, I kind of actually prefer the ones because like a lot of people are always saying to me like, oh, do the Aguero, uh, Martin Tyler one, you know? Mm. And I'm kind of like, I, I find it a lot harder to to do them when the commentary is already mad, you know? Like, yeah. I, I think there's something funny in, like, a really underwhelming commentary. So that's, like, I did one there recently, which was just, like, a real niche video. It was, like, Salford versus Colchester's I follow commentary and stuff because he was just so down. And I just find any of those commentaries where they're just, they just seem down. I just think is funny, you know. So I like I I, I kind of struggle to be fair on the the big like oh my god oh, what a you know all this like I just because because that's already mad so I don't feel like I'm adding anything to it you know what I mean but uh, Drury be one uh, I've done a few of those um, the probably one of my favorite ones that I've done would be the Jonathan Pierce reacting to Cantona uh, and the fan because it's just completely unhinged that's probably one actually where he is going mad that i actually thought was actually all right but that's just completely un, un, unhinged bit of commentary like uh and it was probably the like the, the technically the hardest one because it's a full 45 50 seconds of like no yeah. cuts trying to get it all right so you kind of to be once or twice where i'd get maybe 30 seconds and i'd mess it up and i'm like ah shite and then i go back and you know that sort of stuff um but yeah, I'm, I'm like I'm fairly open to be honest to doing whatever, whatever is funny, really. Like yeah. I've, I've been I've been teasing the idea of even doing other sports and stuff like that. Like there was a huge darts darts one a couple of months ago there. Um, but I don't know. I'm kind of keeping it keeping it open. If if something if, if I see something funny, then I tend to tend to give it give it a try. You know. Now, when you're watching the football, and so obviously I'm watching it to to watch the game. Do you have half an eye on, or when I say half an eye, half an eye on? What I'd be lying if on. I said I didn't. Yeah, yeah so like, just, just about to stay like, like focused on the match. No, it's actually it's actually really easy in the sense that like it doesn't it doesn't necessarily bad commentary doesn't necessarily bother me as much as it bothers a lot of people who like the the videos. Like I'm busy enjoying the match anyway, so mm-hmm. it's kind of like it's more of an afterthought when I go back and watch the replay and then I realise, oh, Jay's he's a bit down there. But to be fair now, there's a few where I'm kind of, I'm not quite celebrating because I think, oh, this this must be offside or something at this at this level of, of, of reaction. But uh, but no, like I kind of, like it, it wouldn't bother me too much, but it, it, it's, it's only kind of when I go back and I'll look and I'm like, okay, that sounds a bit like a funeral there. 
Um, <laughs> you know, but but I do. I'd be lying if I if I said I didn't have an eye on like when's Liverpool playing at four thirty on a Sunday because there's, yeah. there, there's a chance that there be that there be something going on there. Um, but then then again, like the like. I didn't do the the seven nil because, and as much as I thought, like I was like, oh great, like this is going to be there's going to be some good stuff there. Uh, I actually thought by his standards he was actually all right for that one, and I've kind of I've definitely been guilty in the past of like forcing one or two that didn't quite work, you know. And I'm kind of mm. just if there's something good there, I'll do it. But I I felt like the seven nil as amazing as the result was, I thought by his standards it was actually okay, you know. So. It's not just a case like I, I definitely went through a phase of just doing it whenever we were playing yeah. and trying to sort of make it work. Whereas now I kind of think ah, I don't want to overkill it as well, you know. Yeah, the Gary Neville, the Gary Neville one from that game would be good. Jesus, he was <laughs> <Yeah>. traumatized, <weren't> he? <laughs> I know. Having said that, like I'm, I'm sure I definitely will do it in the future when I feel <laughs> when when the mood strikes. But uh, but yeah, now for now I think I'm I'm all right leaving that one. Yeah, so obviously I had a look at your TikTok profile before and you say you went from eight to nine followers. Um, 150,000 followers with over 4 million likes. Yeah. Bet you weren't expecting that. No. It's a, it doesn't, it's, it's weird how you how much you kind of, uh, like, I don't want to say like get used to it, but like you kind of just, it just becomes normal after a while, you know? Like I'd probably almost be like least interactive with people on, on TikTok. Even though TikTok's got the biggest following, I'm way more interactive on like Twitter or Instagram or something like that. Cause like like TikTok's great, but like nine times out of ten, like it's a bit I don't know, like you 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 know, the 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 the, the accounts that might interact with you is like, you know, messy is goat or yeah. like, you know, it's usually some sort of football player is goat or someone, you know, some play on a you know what I mean? It, it doesn't seem like real people. Whereas uh Instagram and Twitter or whatever, you just kinda like, oh like I'm far more likely to respond to a direct message on Instagram than I would be on TikTok because I'm kinda like, oh well this is a real genuine person here. Um but yeah, it's mad. It, it just keeps kind of going up, which is which is great. I'm pretty sure my account's going to be pulled at some stage because what? I've got two strikes uh, for copyright uh, oh. against me, and I I don't know where I saw somewhere that it, it's like three and you're out. So there was one I can't remember which ones now. There was a just a random Milan uh, commentary that got pulled, and then some other one. Um, as well, so I have a feeling if I get pulled again, that that'll be it, and have to start again. So you need to get, get a backup going. Yeah, I know. So I'm not getting too attached to it at the minute. And my Twitter as well. I woke up because uh, when Martin Keown was talking about Martin Tyler uh, being anti-Arsenal, which was insane, by the way, because he he was so down for those for those Brighton goals. It was it was it was crazy, but. I got loads of tags and stuff uh, off the back of that. And then I just woke up the next day. It's like, your account has been locked for the Lucas Mora, what's he done uh, video. It's just gone. I was like, ah, I was like, maybe I should play it cool for, for a week or two, <laughs> you know, but, uh, but yeah, it's all, it's all just a bit mad. Like it's, it's hard to really put into words why, like why they've gotten so big and, you know, things like that, but it's just fun. It's just, yeah. Just yeah. That's all that is, really. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So you're obviously a Liverpool fan. Um, yeah. Let's talk a little bit about Liverpool now. Um, what's your earliest memory, or let's say your favourite memory as a Liverpool fan? Because obviously, 
there's two different things, isn't it? Well, my earliest my earliest memory is actually because I got into Liverpool because my aunties, my auntie and my cousins were all they're a bit older than me and my brother and they were huge into Liverpool. So we just kind of got swept like when I was about maybe six or seven. And I just remember one of my first memories is when we were playing um was it Blackburn when Blackburn were were going for the title against United. And I remember like when Liverpool scored we we needed Blackburn to to or we thought we needed Blackburn to win. And when Blackburn when Liverpool scored, I remember my auntie being like, I don't know if I can curse on this, but she was like, Yeah, go on. She was like, shite. And I remember thinking like, what? That's what we scored. And I, I didn't understand what, what that meant in terms of rivalry and all this sort of <laughs> stuff. So I remember that being like a real standout moment. Um favorite one, I think maybe Istanbul, because that was just from the time I've been supporting them from about what, like ninety four onwards. Mm. That was the biggest, the biggest one, the biggest sort of win that we had, and it just seemed like you know to concede after. I know we've all we all know how it went, but to concede after like thirty seconds and then you're three 0 down at halftime, I was like, I can't believe this is how this is going. And just I remember I was I was twenty, I was in my mate's house, and just even even people who didn't really watch football by the end were all screaming as if they were all Liverpool fans as well. And just so there's so many moments in that match where you're just like, how like the, like the Judex save against Shevchenko, like, you know what I mean? We just like, there's something more going on here. I don't, <laughs> I don't know what it is, but there's something to this match, you know, and it just seemed, it just seemed really special. Like that uh, was the moment we won it. I think. Yeah, I think so. That was no, just... and you just have them defining moments in games. When when he saves that, he's yeah. got no right ever <laughs> to save that, and no other keeper in the world. Like... Yeah, he's like, yeah, I'm no. the man. I am the man. I have like no fucking clue how I've saved it. How the, how the hell did I do that? Um, <laughs> but out of interest, what would yours be? What would your sort of earliest or favourite memory that stands out to you be? My favourite memory is being... Well, obviously you've got the Istanbul and stuff, but the road yeah. to Istanbul for me. Um, the game when Gerard hit that ball top corner against the Olympia, well, far corner against Olympia. I'm in the upper Anfield road behind that. And yeah. When Mella touches that down, it's as though time stopped. <laughs> it, it was when he hit the ball in the back of the net, and it just went absolutely crazy. The ground. Did you say you were at that game. Yeah, yeah. I was oh, so like, no I'm behind that goal as it's going in. Unbelievable. So when that hits the net, honestly, I'm, <laughs> I'm still, I can still remember everything. And yeah. it was one of them nights where you thought, this could happen. This yeah. this could happen. And I think the belief sort wow. of set in from that because, I mean, bloody hell. Only That's that man could else. have done that, couldn't he? <laughs> yeah. That's the thing. Like, you just, there's a few, like, my favourite kind of goal is like, uh, it's like a goal that makes you laugh. You know what I mean? Where you're you're like, and not necessarily, I mean, sometimes it's funny, like, for example, when, like, before Real completely uh, thrashed us uh, this year, but, like, when Nunes scores that flick to make it 1-0, and then Salah, Courtois, like, it bounces off him. It's some routine thing, and Salah just pops it in. I was just like, you know, you know those sort of goals where you're just like, you just can't stop laughing, uh, you know. And I remember, like, like that Gerard goal was was almost like that, where you're just like, I can't believe what's after happening here. Like, 
Yeah, there's, um, the, there's that night, and um, obviously what followed at the Chelsea night when Garcia's goal. That's the funny one course. for me when people dress up as a ghost. <laughs> Your great Halloween costume idea, like it's the ghost oh, for the football. It's brilliant. So, <laughs> okay, so the current team then, um, it's been a it's been a disappointing, frustrating season for me. That's that's just my overview of it. Uh, what have you made of this season? And just what's mad. Gone it's just been mad. Like there's glimpses, you know. I I find myself wondering. Like I've started doing a show on on uh, YouTube, and I was only saying it there on the last episode. Like I just find it weird, or like was that Fulham game like a real sliding doors moment? Yeah. I just wonder if we'd have got the win there, a little bit of confidence into the next game, and it just knocks on and knocks on. I just wonder. I I just find myself all season just wondering what if we didn't draw that first game. And I know that's probably there's probably much bigger problems than just drawing one game and it affecting us for the season. I know, but um, it just it's like we've there's been times in the season where I've thought, yes, okay, we're back now, and then you you lose the next one, and then and then so about halfway through you just stop kind of thinking, oh, we're back, and so it's you're in a weird sort of limbo of like. I don't want to get too excited. I don't want to be too down about it. You know, so it was, it just seemed surreal. Like it seemed like one of those games where like we were, it feels like we're going to concede three every game almost, yeah. but it feels like we might score three or four as well. Like it was, it's, it's been challenging. I'd say, uh, Alison has still been great. Um, mm. and Salah's still been great. Um, and yeah, I just, it's hard. It's hard to make. Like I, I'm pretty happy that we finished fifth, considering yeah. considering where we were. Uh, I didn't expect that, and I actually kind of thought I was like, oh, I don't want Europa League. Like I was like, if we don't finish fourth, I want to finish eighth, um, which is like <laughs> real loser talk. But uh, <laughs> but then then I think I think when I heard that the Europa League final is in Dublin, I kind of thought, okay, well maybe I can get on board with this now. What about you? Well, I actually live in Wicklow, just uh, the county yeah. below Dublin. But I, I, I've been, I grew up in Dublin. I've been, I was there for thirty years. But uh, yeah, if they're playing, if they're playing in Dublin, that's that's certainly a nice uh, icing on the cake. Anyway, if if well, I say if we can get to the final, and it'd be great if we do, and it'd be great if we can beat Sevilla in the final as well. But Oof. that's just in an ideal world. Yeah, hopefully <laughs> they don't win this Europa League because oh, hopefully they do win the Europa League because they'll be in this Champions League. <laughs> Yeah, I don't want them in that latter stage. Some weird <laughs> chemistry they've got with this competition. Yeah. I don't understand. It's not um, <laughs> okay. So, what do you what do you think we can improve on next season? Then, obviously, there's a lot to improve on, and we could dissect this for three hours. However, what um, do you think we should we should be looking at doing? I mean, midfield obviously is one. Like, I do, I do. I'm far more optimistic than I was two months ago at our mm. midfield options only because whether he, he has Trent in there in actual midfield position or if he keeps him right back and drifting into the midfield that's definitely helped I yeah. think uh Bichetic, uh when he's when he's back uh will be a huge help Curtis Jones is doing quite well as well and then like they're not the answer at all but I think we've gone from I think having absolutely nothing to like okay well there's something here and we yeah. just need a few extra sort of, uh, well, a couple of extra recruitments. Um, defense, I'm I'm a bit worried about to be honest, uh, and it's kind of like 
Yeah, on like on paper, our defend we have one of the best defenses in the league, but there's something not right there. I don't know if it's Van Dyke and that's filtering through. Like he's a bit more unsure, so everyone else is a bit more. But like just the the space that we're and I like I I was gonna say like this the the space that we're conceding is is a worry, but we've always kind of given up a bit of space, you know, because mm. we pushed up so high. Um, but it just seems like if a team gets the right ball in, they're just one-on-one with the keeper and we're not quite as equipped to deal with it. So it's hard to say. I mean, a few midfielders, a few defenders, like I don't even know. I don't know how I feel about Mount. I'm glad to see him linked with United, to be honest. Um, I just, I something doesn't sit, he doesn't seem like a Liverpool player to me. Now, if he if he does join and comes out absolutely you know, flying, maybe I'll change my tune, but it just it doesn't seem, I was saying only on, on the show there last week, like he just looks like a Chelsea player. He sounds like a Chelsea player. He plays like a Chelsea player. Like, I don't know. Um, you know, I don't know about that one, but uh, if we, if we were, if we, like, I'm happy to get McAllister, if we can get him. Uh, I think some of the prices though are insane that, you know, Cody Gakpo looks an absolute steal now at 37 yeah. million when you consider the prices these players are going for, but I honestly don't know. I I I have trust that Klopp knows what he's doing still. Um, obviously, but so I'm confident whoever we get in will be, he'll be able to work with and you know improve them. Like he pretty much improves everyone who 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 joins. Um, but yeah, I like, I just don't know. I don't know what the answer is really. What yeah. do you think? <laughs> What's the answer? <laughs> I don't know because a lot of it's just up in the air at the moment for me, isn't it? Yeah. It's just the trend thing. I'd, I'd really like to know what the plan is for him, and I know it's not our it's not our position as a fan to know what's going on. But yeah. I'd like to know going forward: Are we going to use him as a defensive mid slash yeah. whatever whatever that position we want to call as quarterback, yeah, whatever they want? <laughs> it's Matt. Yeah. Um, and are we going to get a right back? And I think we'll find that out in the next few weeks, to be honest, because. That if that is the plan of moving him into midfield, a right back in as soon as possible is a must. I think so, yeah. And quite a, I'd, I'd probably like a fairly more defensive right back. Yeah. If he's going to be like, I, I do think, like, I think we should almost be building the team around Trent. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, whatever his strengths are, put him there, and then mm. you know have everything sorted around him. Um, but yeah, I'd, I'd like to know myself what's going on with that role. But yeah, I think it'd be good anyway to have an extra right back or Definitely. like a, a backup just for competition, even like because uh, you know it's, he's just kind of all we have at the minute. Um, but I'm 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 fairly optimistic. I don't know why, but I'm yeah. after this season. But I I'm think fairly optimistic now. I've mentioned a couple of times to um to to various people now that I think this is probably Jurgen's biggest transfer window since yeah. he's been here. And yeah. it's got to it's he's got to get it right. Um, I, I fully believe he will, but he has got to get it right. And the yeah. FSG have to back him because if they only half ass back him this summer, we could be in a terrible situation this next yeah. this time next year. Yeah, it's a real sort of uh, make, make or break, break. in it. Yeah. yeah, it's a make or break summer, really. Like it, I think it'll determine our you know how we how we are for the next four or five years even yeah. because you know you get that bit of investment and you spend it well and all that you get back in the champ you get back challenging for top you get back in the champions league it just has such a knock-on effect financially and for players you can attract and 
you know, I don't think Klopp alone is enough now. Like when he first started, people wanted to work, you know, wanted to play for Klopp. And mm. that almost, while we weren't in Champions League at the time, that was almost enough to sort of have people be, because he was such an exciting manager. He still is, obviously. Um, but I just don't think that's enough anymore, you know. And uh, But I have to say as well, like he pretty much gets it right. Like whenever we do sign someone, barring maybe one or two, he's pretty much got a got a very good track record, like better yeah. than anyone that I've seen, to be honest. So that's why I'm not stressed too much. I do want us to get a good few new players in, um, because I think we definitely need it. But the 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 who and all that, I'm not too concerned about, just because I, I, st- I, I, I would trust him. I, I trust that he would get the best out of them, you know. So. Okay. I think I think next season Nunez will kick on. I think Gakpo will kick on even more. Diaz hopefully will stay fit and get a bit of form back as well. Salah's always great, you know. So yeah. there's the pieces are still all there. Like it's just it's just putting them together, you know. Right. So let's let's move on to the talking points from this season and next. So player of the season for you. Allison. I'm with Allison. you. He's I just mad. and like I might be biased because I absolutely love Alisson to bits. Uh, I think we all do. But yeah. he's just one who just, like, he's he's one of the only goalkeepers that we've had that I find myself celebrating. Safe. Like, like it's a goal. Like, you know, yeah. how many one-on-ones and you're like, you're just waiting for to go in. Because to be fair with people like Mignolet, Karius, even Reina to an, to an extent, you kind of to be one on one, and you're just kind of waiting for it to go in almost. So yeah. you you don't have the confidence that they're going to do it. Whereas with Allison, you're kind of like like when he makes those saves, you just I, I celebrate like it's a goal. Just come on! <laughs> I just I, I don't do that for anyone else. And he's still as bad as we've been. He's been just a rock. So yeah, would be far worse off without him. Oh man, I I shudder to think where we'd be without him. Uh, best moments of the season. Um, tricky one. I think, um, even though it was kind of short-lived, I think Salah's goal against Man City, mm. because again that was another classic Allison kick out. The way Salah turns on Cancelo was it or was, yeah, uh, Cancelo. It was just such a Liverpool goal, and it was such a big. Uh, goal. He he just missed a similar chance like ten minutes before, uh-huh. and uh, and he just lost that in one nil. And that was the first, but not the last time where I was like, oh, this now we're now this is us. <laughs> and then about two weeks later, I'm like, oh. but yeah, that'll be it for me. Uh, biggest disappointment for this season. Hmm. Results, you mean like? Uh, anything in general for me it's the whole performance of 75 percent of it but you know <laughs> yeah I, know. <laughs> up, I think uh i think the real game was it was a disappointment because they just they just have our number like every time we play them they just have our number and i really wanted to beat them bad and when we went two up so early with two like mental goals nunez with a mad flick and Courtois, who was like, you know, the hero of the final, to yeah. just gift Salah a goal. Like, that was one where I was like, ah! <laughs> and then within <laughs> 30 minutes, the smile was very much wiped off my face. And it was just, oh. You just knew it was coming then. After 
you know, we have a terrible habit this year of conceding right after halftime as well, which yeah. is, you know, I'd like to stop as well. But that was a real kind of like, it's like, okay, well, do we still have an out? We're always, we always show up in Europe. We still have a good chance in Europe. And then I was just like, ah, there's really nothing now. That was, yeah. that was the real like, oh, there's nothing to play for now this season. Um, okay. Be last, last question. Oh, if great. you could sign anyone for this current Liverpool side, who would it be and why? See, like, I don't think I'd go for the Mbappes and things like that because whenever I see them, him linked or I see Neymar linked last week, I was kind of a bit like, no, yeah, I don't, I don't really think their attitude will gel <laughs> well with what we've got going on. Like, you know, one of the things I love about the club so much is how close the team are and how mm. there doesn't really seem to be that sort of even Salah, who's right up there, doesn't seem to be that way, and I don't want you know, players like that. I would actually, it may not be the most glamorous one, but I would love a sign like Rice. Um, yeah. You know, like Bellingham, like Bellingham is, you know, is, is, is a miss, but I think someone like Rice or someone, someone along those lines um, would be such a, such a good buy for us. It's just, it's just all about the price really, but I don't know. I don't know what it would, well, I, it, it isn't my money, so I'll give them whatever they want, but um I think Rice, uh, Bellingham. I, look, I would take him if he's if he's going. Um, <laughs> just take him. <laughs> yeah, just take him. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I think that's. I think like I just really want to sort out the midfield. And when I think of who I know would be would be good, I think with Klopp's record of improving players further, I think Rice would be a great one. Still slightly bitter about the fact that he. Uh, he declared for England and not Ireland, but like to be fair, he's English, so like I can't be too too annoyed with him about that. Um, yeah, someone like him. It's hard. I'm, I'm sure I'll be kicking myself now in about ten minutes when I think I can't believe I didn't say this player. Um, someone like that, I think though. That's How about you? Out, out of interest, who who would you have? For me, um, Barella from Inter. Yeah, actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, he's he's my one. I just feel like he's got, and I, I, I'm with you on Rice. By the way, he'd be a great signing. Um, yeah. But just Barella. Every time I watch Inter, I think, oh, what a player he is! Like yeah, he's got yeah. everything from going forward to getting back. He's so tenacious. Um, and he's really young, isn't pass. he? Yeah, I think he's not. I think he's just lower than mid twenties, something like that. Yeah, Twenty four. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, he's just. A, he, he looks like some when someone that you could take. Well, not me, but someone that Klopp could take to the next level and yeah, be even yeah. better than what he is. And, and the, things like that excite me. And it's, like you I said with you. Rice, that would be a cracker. Yeah, I think so. And he knows the Premier League as well. Um, slight outside, outside show for, um, I can't actually pronounce his full name, Kavaradana. Um, oh, the Napoli. Georgian lad, is he from yeah. Georgia? Playing for a Napoli. Unbelievable! I, I'm so surprised that I'm not hearing more about players like scrambling to try and sign or clubs scrambling to try and sign this this guy because he just looks phenomenal. I think, I think it's the be... um, stadium announcers saying, "Listen, stay away from him because I have no idea how to yeah, say that name." Yeah. <laughs> Won't give me that. <laughs> <laughs> George Sefton at Anfield, especially because yeah. when he done the Napoli game, he was like, "Really?" <laughs> uh, number eleven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right, Andy. Let's call it a pod there, mate. Um, right, so 
I appreciate your time. I hope you've had a good time on the pod. Absolutely. Um, Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. You know, it's great. It's it's great to have you on, mate. Keep doing what you're doing. Uh, keep Cheers, providing us entertainment with Martin Tyler because <laughs> listening to him is not good entertainment, but watching your clips is, mate. Uh, so, I'm glad to hear it. Yeah, <laughs> Cheers, keep, keep doing your thing and um, let's catch up soon, mate. Will do. Cheers, Dom. Thanks to everyone for listening in to today's podcast and thank you to our amazing guests. Without them, this wouldn't be possible. Don't forget to follow us on social media, twitter.com forward slash the road end pod and on Instagram, Instagram slash the road end pod. 